High Vibes and Elevation, good people. High Vibes and Elevation. This is your first bookmark for 2024. First half of the episode, we will be talking about the illustrious yet infamous Cat Williams interview, depending on who listens to it. If that's not what you're into, please skip to 27 minutes and we'll get into being purpose-driven. Are you aligned? As always, tune in. The floor is ours. Say something if you ready about it. High vibes and elevation, good people. High vibes and elevation. Say something if you really bout it. Hey, do something if you really bout it. That's going to be the, the opening for 2024. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody has their resolutions ready. It's, it's too deep. Some of y'all didn't make it. <laughs> I know some of y'all didn't make it, but it's always okay. Like I said, every day is a day to be better. This is another year. Um, you don't really have to go by the year. Just be better every day. Don't, don't pick the, a calendar to make yourself better. Just be better every day. Welcome back. Happy 2024. Happy to have everybody here. Um, big shout out to everybody that's rocked with us for the longest and people that are um, have us as their number one on Spotify. I sent something to the brothers this week where we're like at number one for 20 people Spotify's. Small, small but big at the same time. We're starting somewhere and we're just going to be consistent because that's all you can do. So, t- happy 2024. My brothers, Lamar, how you feeling, King? I feel amazing. I feel like 24 is going to be a great continuation of 23. Everything is thought out, calculated. We're not making random moves. Um, one of the things that I'm trying to make sure I do is to find at least one thing every week that makes me a little uncomfortable that forces me to grow uh, it's a part of this thing that we're doing at my job um, I got this really cool mentor to where he's holding everybody accountable for it it's something that we're going to share I think I shared it with you guys as well to see if you want to join but forcing myself to do things that are going to help me grow and continue this this uphill battle that I have with some of the things that I struggle with we're gonna make the things that I struggle with my strengths so I'm ready what about you Julian how you living I'm living great man the family's good I'm good uh just staying focused on everything still working on my writings and stuff uh getting back into the fitness routines the way I need to be um still slow but 100% getting back in the groove um and everything's up for here from here from what I feel Fine. We here. And that's how you live. Me, myself, I'm, you know me, highly favored, grateful, always showing gratitude, wake up every day with it, remind myself, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling really good. Um, everything's where it needs to be, um, or it's moving towards a place that where it needs to be, and just mindset is different. I will say, um, I think last month I told y'all there was a break within the action because I took a trip to Jamaica, and I didn't think we recorded after that point. Um, but took a trip to Jamaica. Uh, originally, my father's half of the family is from there. Still got some family down there. So I went and watched my, my aunt get married, for one. I helped walk her down. So rest in peace to, to Grams because he wasn't here for that. But shout out to you, Auntie Nia. Congratulations to you on Uncle Ben. It was a beautiful wedding. It was a beautiful time. And I enjoyed being there. Me and my wife both enjoyed being there. We had fun. After the resort time, mm-hmm. went to stay with the family. I and, saw uh, that. Yeah, I and I, yeah, my brothers did. I would send them a little, like little videos. And the one, the one thing I'll say about that trip, it was very eye-opening. Everybody like say, everybody like say, like great, it was fun. This one was eye-opening for me, and put a lot of things in perspective as far as like how I'm living and some things I, I kind of want to, I want to do, and um, where I want to be later in life. So there's there's goals that are in place, and um, going along with the new year uh, I, have, I have goals that I've written down but this year I'm going to print them and one thing I've changed this year for some of the goals is I have due dates so I have multiple goals that I've written out and I have due dates of when I'm, I should be able to meet these some of them are not as uh, strenuous to, to basically reach so those have a, a little sooner due date but you know they'll give me check marks for, for the calendar like I need to be do this by then am I doing everything I need to do to make it then and if I print it out and I have it in front of me usually anything I write down 
it sticks with me more than anything mm-hmm. like that. So if I print it, put it on my wall, put it right next to me on my on my counter, anything like that, it's gonna be more visual. And I'm like, okay, you woke up, remember, this is your purpose. This is something you're striving for. So move towards that. So everything is starting great. Smooth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was prepared for that question, wasn't he? <laughs> Man, listen. <laughs> but uh, we're happy to be back. Very happy to be back. Um, and like once again, I just got a shout out to everybody that's been rocking with us and growing with us, and all the feedback that we're getting. A lot of people did enjoy last episode. Um, listen to three married men talking about people dating. <laughs> that's interesting, but you know, um, it all it all matters how you go about it. But just shout out to y'all for listening. Um, so here we are, first episode of twenty twenty four. Everybody, get your goals in order. Get what you want to do. There's no time limit on it, so let's start erasing that that from the mind. There's there's no specific time limit. Come up with something that fits your pace. And let's reach it together for sure, because we're gonna grow this year. That's what it's about, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely growing this year. So, brothers, mm-hmm. I know y'all seen this interview. Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> fluff, <laughs> big fluff, big fluff. So, I'll start with you, Julian. How do you feel about that Cat Williams interview? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, it is. Definitely top five in terms of specials that he's released. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know, every joke landed, in my opinion. Yes, sir. Um, The setups were fantastic. Shannon didn't know what to do with him. Not at all. Uh, he, he tried so hard to contain that, and it just Mm-mm. out the gate. <laughs> but I'm glad he recognized at, after a certain point. It's like, I really just need to let this brother cook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't need yep. to be in the kitchen. I'm just eating what he's serving. And, and, out, and outside of the outside of all the funny stuff, I really did enjoy the, the digging. And that's one thing... Um, you know, shout out to Shannon Sharp. I, I really appreciate how good he's gotten at like digging, like the way he asks his questions and mm. stuff like that. Especially in these drawn out mediums, because I prefer the the, the longer conversations mm. instead of those quick little mm. thirty minutes. Let me ask you yeah. a bunch of random questions that don't really matter. Yeah. How people view you, so on and so forth. I like that that they were in a setting where he actually gets time to not only cook on everything, all his grievances and beefs mm-hmm. with this, that, and the third, but like really digging into the backstory and actually getting understandings about him and why, like, even if you don't like I, everything in there wasn't true. I don't fully believe everything he said, <laughs> was true. but like even with that stuff, like hearing the journey and stuff, you can kind of like understand like, Oh, right. so this is how he became the type of person he is. And, and, you know, especially when you see that he actually does back up some of the things he talks about. He's not just out here, mm-hmm. oh, y'all aren't doing this and y'all aren't doing that. He's actually doing the things that he says y'all aren't doing. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So hearing those things and, and, and hearing the stories that confirm that he does stand behind what he's talking about, like, even if some of this stuff is over-exaggerated and stuff, it gave me a, a different level of respect for him because it's like he's standing on what he says, yes. you know? I feel like there's always going to be a degree of exaggeration for an entertainment purpose. Mm-hmm. Because it makes you a little bit more engaged with the story. Mm-hmm. Do I think maybe ten percent of what he said was a slight exaggeration to make it funny? Of course, he's a comedian. If he didn't put a little little sprinkle of something on it, the would I have guy. watched it the same way? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Because Steve Harvey was on there. I didn't watch that entire thing. <laughs> Cedric the Entertainer was on there. I didn't watch that entire thing either because they didn't put that little extra on there. Most people usually reserve that for private conversations. Mm-hmm. But this is what made it stand out to me. X, how you feel? Oh man, it was uh <laughs> he was knocking the door open. <laughs> he was knocking the door well I say he kicked the door open and and was letting everybody know what was going on in some of those houses. Uh I will say I, it was funny. It was very funny. There's it it's it's rare sometimes to see, you know, uh, a comedian really be funny like that. Like this genuine funny like we were saying before. Right. Like one thing he was saying is like these these guys aren't funny in real life. Mm-hmm. When he was saying that to about <laughs> half of the comedians that he was he was roasting, like these guys aren't funny in real life. Like the fact that I can sit and watch the whole interview as if, like Jay said, it was a special and mm-hmm. still be rolling. And I listened to other people, like my listen to my mom and sis listen uh, listen to the interview, and they were rolling upstairs, yeah. like, mm-hmm. dying, hilarious. I'm like, oh man, just he just give us, he just <laughs> gave us one, like, but you know, it was it was 
it was great. One thing I did like um, that he clarified was like, you know, it's not wrong if I'm coming on here and saying or telling you that what this person said is wrong. I'm not coming on here to be messy. Mm-hmm. I don't pop up unless people really say my name. But he's like, right. I'm not, it's not messy if I come on here and say, you know, what you guys said was incorrect. Mm-hmm. And here's the truth to it. Right now. Is there any bias? Of course it is. <laughs> to what you're saying? Of course. Yeah. You know? But I don't know that truth. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, it doesn't affect me. <laughs> no matter how I just want to be entertained. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was good. He, he was well-spoken. Um, he, gave his, he gave his side of the story, at least to, to my knowledge, to make it seem like he's not really lying about it. Right. I don't see what you would have to gain, mm-hmm. but I do see where, you know, if... If you are having specials right now, we be like, I right. really, I don't do this. I'll do, but, yeah. but he is having specials. He is <laughs> like coming up. Like, I mean, I think it's all geared towards clearing the air for certain stuff. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing of what he was saying was, if you're worried about what my interpretation of you is, you should probably change how you interact with me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. this is my version of what happened. Could it be up to discussion on did this exactly happen like this? Of course it can. But mm-hmm. you can never tell someone how to receive how you interact with them. Right. Mm-hmm. So if that's how Cat felt, he's entitled to feel that way. He's entitled to give you his side of the story. Mm-hmm. And that's just it. Now, his side of the story just happened to be a hell of a lot more entertaining than everybody else's. Mm-hmm. And it's one thing when I can. I can come back at you but it's another thing when I talk junk about you and people dancing in the club like when Tupac may hit him up it's one thing to, to talk <laughs> junk but it's another to make it entertaining because mm-hmm. everybody is responding back to him Ricky Smiley we just watched that one mm-hmm. it wasn't entertaining it just seemed like he was on defense now Cat was in defense too but it was a funny version of defense it's like okay well you miss alright sucker you miss Muhammad Ali like oh you miss you want this but I definitely agree so it was super entertaining no it was it was the responses now that you said that are, are funny too like Ricky Smiley was uh, Lamar did just play like you know a few mm-hmm. moments ago and like the first couple of seconds was just like oh this nigga's on defense his brother's on defense and oh. you can feel it <laughs> yeah like, alright well I, when you have, when you respond like that mm-hmm. I feel like more so the things are true what's going on over there uh, and, it, and it makes it even more uncomfortable too like it it you didn't you didn't get the whole thing but later on it gets worse because he starts drifting into um i'm dealing with a lot at this time so this is you know mm-hmm. this wasn't a good time for this to get get brought up because of this which you know he has legit grievances he did lose his son i think like exactly a year ago and stuff like that so it's like he has real grievances but to come on with the response and the response is just all defense and hey like you know, I'm suffering, blah, blah, blah. Because going back to what you said, you know, if that's Kat's experience of him and this entire time he's been in the back just listening to everybody else talk mm-hmm. like this is the story. But meanwhile, he's been dealing with this experience internally. Then he's been in pain for years. Why is he going to care about how you're feeling in this moment now that he has an opportunity to finally air his experiences? You know, that's. You know, it's unfortunate, but that is the reality of it. We all have our grievances. That's true. That's very true. I think um, Ludacris' response was funny. <laughs> <laughs> he had a quick little freestyle. Um, I'll, I'll listen to it again, but the freestyle, to me, I think I said it to you, it was like, mm, well, he kind of said something about that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I was like, mm, that, didn't, that didn't hit the way it should have been. But I enjoyed him rapping because Ludacris fire, so yeah, that was, was, that was still a, cool. It was a bar. Yeah, it was I fire. just think it's always interesting to hear the tone because mm-hmm. it's it's all of them are like it's universal for them mm-hmm. well man let me tell you so yeah about that cat williams like they have no energy it's very dry the the tone is almost as if they're seeking for sympathy considering you weren't willing to give that same grace to cat before he started showing the pages of your book which forced everyone to mm-hmm. take a good look at you to see if oh hey and now you're seeing everybody coming out of the woodwork well he did that with me too he did that it's a me too movement now everybody <laughs> and now you're feeling like you're a politician or somebody in power to where I gotta make sure I counteract everything well you know my son died last year respectfully what do the two have to do with each other like I stomped my toe yesterday that doesn't give me an excuse it's a valid explanation but it doesn't give me an excuse to treat someone less than I would want them to treat my son Mm -hmm. like so I get it but now don't try to don't try to cry in front of the world since Cat Williams brought something out that you weren't really ready for Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really I mean 
I won't, I won't talk too much on his grievances because you know that, that's that's that is a very sensitive area, and I, mm-hmm. I don't want to be insensitive. I did one thing I did think about is when did he do his uh, interview with Shannon though? Was it within the year? Or it was so? a couple of weeks ago. It was a couple of weeks. Yeah, ago. and he was just fine during that one. That's that's my issue because mm-hmm. it was like if if you're in a space where. Uh, you're not you're not capable of uh, taking any type of criticism or things being said about you. You should be in a space talking about it, anything at all or speak on anybody else's name. Like, why is it even a thing? I didn't listen to the whole thing, so I don't want to say I didn't. Well, I didn't listen. To I his. watched it. I didn't watch. I didn't listen to his. So I, I didn't can't. watch it the same way I watched Cats. Yeah. But from the the clips that I saw, and I know you shouldn't base your opinion off of clips. That's why, yeah. His tone was very different. Mm-hmm. Next episode, I'll come back. With <laughs> I'm gonna listen to Ricky Smiley's if I can get through it. But my thing is, if he's responding with this type of energy off of what you said, and you're in a space where this isn't a good time, y'all, like, don't say anything. Like, yeah. if it's not a good time, why are you even on interviews really? At right. Time? Like, unless you're talking about you know your son and bringing life to him and you know resting power to him. But it's weird. Like, grown, see, that's why I was saying we're grown. You know. And I, let me apologize to anybody that may have lost a mic because that may have come off a little bit insensitive, but. The way I was looking at it was this, and um, X elaborated on it beautifully. If you have all this stuff going on, if you're still mourning your son and, and all that, I a thousand percent, like, I get that. Hey, you can never tell somebody what their timetable mm-hmm. should be to deal with death. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was only relevant once someone said something about the experience they had with you. Mm-hmm. And I think his son died within the year. Cat Williams was talking about things five to six years prior to that. Because if I'm not mistaken, Friday at the Next came out in 2002. So it would have been filmed around 2000. Your son died within a year. So Cat Williams' experience has nothing to do about the loss of your son. That's just how I was looking he, at he it. He didn't say nothing yeah. about his son. Either. Yeah. And he didn't say anything about your son. So to say that you don't, you can't speak on certain things because you're dealing with something I get that but he wasn't speaking to your son he was speaking to your poor character prior to your son passing you're, so that's all I was saying yeah you're right your your relationship during the time of the conversation from my knowledge of what you brought up right mm-hmm. so you know the only like the only thing I could imagine I could I would give him is and I would have to watch the Ricky Smiley interview again because right. it's been a while since I watched that one but um the only thing I would really give grace if I were to consider I did watch Ice Cube's response too and from what I heard from Ice Cube's it did sound like he was tiptoeing a good bit but his story sounded like I could see where Cat Williams 100% saw it as truth on his end the way he dealt with it Mm -hmm. and I could also see how Ricky might have seen it exactly the way that he stated it um, as well like I could see the possibility where the way that Ice Cube as the middleman and as the orchestrator was handling the business Ricky might have legitimately thought it went just that way mm-hmm. he didn't see that in between where they dealt with Cat and blah 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 and then Cat's situation vice versa mm-hmm. and if that's the case I could see how in that Shannon uh, discussion he might not have looked at it as him digging up some some dirt or disrespecting somebody's name. Mm-hmm. He monitored that's just, that's just what happened. Not right. a big deal to him. Mm-hmm. So from that angle, I could see this being more like he accidentally stepped uh, in some, in some yeah. bad situation. Okay. And now he's trying to play cleanup. Um, and that's where I think I, I, I squint the eye the most. It's just at the cleanup part, which I get he is a radio host. So I guess to some degree he has to be in the face and right. at some point address it. But like, I think... You know, I don't want to. I don't want to act like I know the best way to do everything. But like, I think for me, it would have felt a little better. Like, for example, like up front, being like, "Hey, you know, family's dealing with a hardship this month. We've got blah blah blah. I want to wait to comment on this situation. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of commenting, telling the whole story, giving your defense, and then saying, "Oh man, you got to consider that I'm also dealing with this too," and blah blah blah. Right. I, I think that's what makes it feel uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like cause the way that was set up. You're just trying to me, and maybe I'm being a little cold-hearted. If I am, I, my apologies. Just being true to what I feel. To say all that and to finish with, but my son passed. It's almost like you're trying to use that as a pass to just mm-hmm. wiggle out of what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I agree with with what you were saying about the whole Ice Cube thing too. The only thing I don't like is, bro, you can't play both sides. Exactly. Like you, we both know that if let's just say if you and I were at odds, but X is still both of our guys. Mm-hmm. If he hears you speak on me and you know we don't like each other, 
you know there's going to be some friction behind that because I'm sure what Cat Williams said and how he's felt, he don't seem like somebody that's going to be shy about expressing his feelings, whether you're in the room or if you're not there. Mm -hmm. So Ricky Smiley knew what was going to happen when he stepped on that landmine. You knew that if if Cat Williams heard you say what you said, knowing that y'all don't got the greatest relationship, oh, it's going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's the one thing I got from everything that he said. It's like, whether you're in my presence or if you're outside of my presence, if I don't rock with you, expect a response. (laughs) And you will not like my version of how this went down. That's all I'm going to say. So if you know somebody doesn't rock with you, this is for anybody in life. Mm -hmm. Please don't speak on them privately or publicly. Or if you're going to do it (laughs) publicly, expect for them to see what you had to say and know they got grenades waiting for you. And they don't care about your situation and what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Always pay attention when somebody has a grievance with you. Whether you believe it and you think it's genuine or not, I think you should always pay attention to you have to situations like this yep you don't know how many years they're gonna hold on to that you might think it's build an interest (laughs) just wait now how many times have all of us talked about like waiting for the opportunity to show somebody what you got yeah (laughs) it comes in different variations because i swear i'll wait like oh i'm just waiting for you to step it plays into that cat williams joke about the tiger mm-hmm. where he's like oh, i don't know goodness. if i'm a real if I'm a real tiger or not i don't know <laughs> is he in my cage i mean they feed me every day but i don't know if i'm really a tiger until somebody gives you the opportunity to show just who the fuck you are you're a tiger oh my goodness <laughs> and that was a, and you that don't want a comedy moment that was right there was. <laughs> and you you do not want to be in the cage when they figure out that they're a tiger because that's exactly what happened to somebody yep. <laughs> oh, and you're gonna be you get mad at the tiger for being a tiger <laughs> you knew who you was rocking with Yo, he was killing cedric oh man. the war is i can't even touch my stomach Shit. <laughs> cat now cat you don't think Cedric funny? You don't think he's a good human? And it's not me. <laughs> the world doesn't think he's funny. <laughs> and you have the audacity to let him say he stole Friday afternoon. <laughs> Shannon, you should have asked him these questions. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do, Cat? <laughs> Cat took that over that whole whole thing. Oh man. That was Cat's uh, show that episode. He was on Shannon's ass too. Yes, he was. <laughs> And Shannon up here sitting with his leg crossed, trying to sit back, <laughs> laughing, <laughs> trying right. not to laugh. He's like, "I want them to come back on my show, cat." <laughs> He's like, "I don't know if I'm airing after this." My favorite, the smile followed by the uh-uh, because <laughs> that's how he'll try to check himself. Cat, 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 cat. Skill, but you know it's eating him up. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to slip and say skill one good time. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, couldn't do nothing with that oh, one. Man. But hey, but the views for that and to, have, and to have so many people sit and watch a two hour two hour episode, that's Oh, it was over twenty. It was million, yeah, it was like yeah. It. It's thirty two right now. Yeah, that's crazy. It really is? Yep. And the record? No, nah, so the record I believe is like um I think thirty five. Like for it's twenty four, it's thirty five. Because Joe Rogan had one mm-hmm. that was like thirty nine, I believe. Mm. But the I think the overall interview record is like ninety. Oh, because he was talking about it with him and Ocho, and my numbers may be off, but I believe it was thirty nine for twenty four, and then overall it's. 90 or 60 I can't remember one yeah. of the two he's at 42 million views oh, right he's, now he's came up since the last time I looked 42 million that's cat for you and all he did was tell, <laughs> tell his version of events yikes like how do you top that like if I'm Shannon the only way you top that is if you get LeBron on there but you gotta get like not the PC version of LeBron I mean like I'm really ready to pop my shit and just talk ish about everybody but, but bro that's 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 Drake versus Meek Mill it don't matter what you but, do now. Like, it's... The numbers are astronomically different. That means you're talking about millions of people that have now only seen Cat's side of the story and, and believe, have and been believe entertained them. by it. Mm-hmm. Entertained by it because they already barely know y'all to begin with. You know, you go and look up. All you got to yeah. do is look up the things he's saying. Yeah. The, the hair piece all do look up. fake. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> And I used to think it was crispy, too. You know what I'm saying? So it's That's like, <laughs> you're, you're done. Like, leave I leave it alone. Yeah, I don't think Steve, <laughs> Steve Hardy didn't respond to my I don't He can't. So. He Need to. Ka- Kevin Hart was funny though. 
Kevin, yeah. Kevin, Kevin had and his voice was respond. hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> That's how you respond as a comedian. You don't really speak on. You just make some some slight jokes, crack jokes, and let it be. I did see something else. Um, Kevin's probably gonna just keep cracking jokes at this point. That's yeah. all he's gonna do, which is the right response. That makes sense. Steve, you're grown. I think you're doing the right thing. Just. Eh. Just don't respond. Just, just yeah, him because yeah, they can just sit down. Like, yeah, it don't I mean, matter. Their whole demographic, their main audience is not none of these folks. Mm-mm. No, you're fine. Yeah, you got yeah, game yeah. show. <laughs> it's the fifty and up crowd. Yeah, yeah. so game maybe show, even sixty good. up now. Game yeah. show, game show. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Family feud. <laughs> and Steve can let some jokes lo- loose on that show too. It's. You good. They it's usually suck though. It don't matter. Like <laughs> his, his jokes. If it's off. relevant and his people like him, yeah. he can let off two or three of them things. They're like grandpa on. jokes. Yeah. His, yeah. his, his yeah. jokes on. I think his what's funny is his responses to people saying dumb things. Mm-hmm. How he responds to them like, mm-hmm. with his faces. Those are funny. Those yeah. are cool. No, he Joke-wise, fits. He fits, the he fits that anywhere. perfectly. Yeah, he yeah. does. But the jokes. No. Oh. <laughs> it takes too long for him to crank them out. <laughs> they have to be very quick. All right now, Harvey. <laughs> I can't imagine watching a Steve Harvey stand up. I, I mean, we oh. did it at the Kings of Comedy, but I skipped through all their parts. I just went yeah, straight to Bernie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really watch it yeah. at that time. I did watch Bernie every bit. That's of the only part I, I watched. I watched much of any of Steve's, if at all. He didn't, he didn't actually do like a a specific set he was kind of like the host so he was just telling jokes in between between like maybe five and ten minutes and then he would introduce the next person but I mean even in that small sample size I thought he was the worst it went Bernie and then there's like a big gap it's over that's when Kat addressed that people weren't messing with Bernie Bernie was another real funny yeah naturally funny naturally funny like dude. reminds you of the funny uncle you wish you had mm-hmm. yeah, rest in power Bernie oh yeah Love for you. sure shed tears when Uncle Bernie died yeah. well fluff it's over <laughs> too late for a spoiler alert if you didn't watch that <laughs> go watch the interview if you haven't it's dope but uh, we're gonna take a short break and we'll be back with the main subject of the day Back, back to the floor is ours with the main topic. But before we get into that, we're gonna take our three deep breaths and the first three deep breaths for the year 2024. So on me, we'll take them. We'll go in, out, in, out, and in. If you weren't before, you are now on the same vibe, the same frequency, moving up towards progression with The Floor is Ours. Thank you again for being here. Uh, if this is your first episode, we'd like to thank you for, for joining us. Um, never too late to join. Hopefully somebody shared with you. If you just found us, we welcome you. Thank you for the support. Um, go back and listen to some episodes, see how, we, how we're growing. Um, if you've been here the whole time, you already know what time it is. So the main topic. Uh Wrote something down, so what we're going to do, uh, something a little different this time, is um, moving forward with certain specific topics. I'll open with a, with a statement and followed by some questions, and you know, we'll answer them all together. Uh, so, the name of this episode, or this portion of the episode, is uh, Purpose Driven. And I think it's appropriate for the, you know, the new year and when everybody's trying to make their resolutions and trying to make goals for what you want to do. You know, it all should fall in line uh, with purpose. Everything needs to have a purpose for what you're doing. So my opening statement is the one thing in life that we strive to understand is our purpose. The why I'm here. Majority of us are chasing what we think or believe is our rightful path. One thing we need to learn is we need to separate what we want to do versus what we're meant to do. For our purpose is the reason we strive to live. Our purpose is fulfillment and our purpose will bring us closer to the most high. With that being said, my brothers, my brothers here, how do we know what we're meant to do? That falls in line with purpose. A lot of us like to believe, you know, that we're, we're doing what we're meant to do or we're caught up in doing what we want to do versus doing what we're meant to do. How do you feel to, to date 
you are doing uh, how do you know what you're meant to do so for me I feel like the thing that I feel like we can all recognize something that we do better than other people and if that comes naturally to you like for me mine was doing workout videos Uh, I noticed that I could do certain things I had the energy the stamina for it and there was a distinct difference between the quality of work that I was providing versus what I was noticing from my peers so at first I kind of rejected it because I didn't really want to do it but I was naturally gifted at something I feel like when you find your gift it's not something that you actually worked for something that God gave you so sometimes you neglect gifts that you didn't really want and the thing that comes the the easiest not the easiest but it's the, the most natural for you to do and that's how I feel like you find your purpose by identifying what you're really good at not what you like to do but what you're really good at and I'm still kind of drawing a little blank, but that's just where I'm at. I'll you're end good. it there. Yeah, you could. Um, <clears throat> I guess for me, uh, I want to like the easy thing I want to say is <laughs> is is whatever fulfills you. I guess, mm-hmm. but that's really hard to like. I think identify in a way where I can just tell everybody like oh this is how you're gonna feel when you got this that and the third blah 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 um I feel like the only way to truly find your purpose is just by doing stuff um but I do believe like not specifically the feeling during the process I think for me it's like what makes you feel like completely satisfied and fulfilled when you've completed it you know, when mm-hmm. it's all said and done and you and you had that deep breath and you look back at it and you just feel really good about that thing. I think for me, that's where you start to identify, like, what your actual purpose is. And a lot of times it is something that we're naturally inclined to because, like, um, if you're naturally inclined to something, you're already a leg up from most people, which means you get to reach those additional levels that produce those results faster than most other people do. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, yeah, it would probably be something that you gravitate to naturally. But I'd say for me, in order to identify it, it's that end feeling, like when you're done, when you've when you've finished a game and you perform like this and that, like you know, <clears throat> and not just like being at the top of the game too. Because some people they'll think that oh, this is my purpose because I've been number one here, number one, blah 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 blah, and then they get into a higher level and they're not number one anymore and everything feels off and uncomfortable you know mm-hmm. like what is that thing that you still feel good about even if you're not doing your absolute best if it's your not if it's not your best painting or you you haven't spit the craziest bar you spit this year or blah 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 or you've done 50 ballads but none of them have matched that first ballad that you got big on do you still love doing that afterwards do you feel do you still feel good when you're done finished or finished making those songs so on and so forth like that's to me how you determine what your actual purpose is that's good i like that um it's funny because uh i wrote it down and i I black like i purposely tried not to answer the question and i realized like how deep the question really can be so i didn't uh try not to answer until i got with you guys Mm -hmm. um shout out to you know my um Mary's side of the family, my wife's side of the family, my brothers and sisters, they sat at the table with me and we had a conversation with this. So I didn't get my answer then. So hope we, hopefully y'all are tuning in now and you, you get my answer. But shout out to y'all with this. Uh, we had a nice, long 30 minute like conversation regarding it. Um, I think for me, this question may be like hard to answer because if you haven't figured out what you're meant to do yet, you don't really know how to answer it. You know, and I, I do believe I'm still in a in a path of where I'm I'm figuring it out like what I'm meant to be doing I will say that I've found a space of I have a good general idea now and of of what I'm meant to be doing and I'm I'm slowly moving towards it with with this for one with um just taking on different opportunities and stepping up in different areas of my life and then speaking in such um and I can just be honest on here like one thing I do I'm starting to feel like I'm meant to do is speak and um, is talk and, and listen. I don't know how or where it's going to take its effect, 
or like and it may not even take its effect while I'm here in the sense you know mm-hmm. it it may this may cause a change somewhere down the line and if that's what it is cool I mean but uh I do like I said I think it's, it's hard to know when, when we're striving to figure out what our purpose is you know um I'm searching I'm sure a lot of people are searching uh so my don't have an answer I can honestly say that I don't have an answer but I do know that uh it, there's signs within there um your signs will can be part of fulfillment because a part of, of my question was you know is is what you're meant to do does it come with a feeling of feeling good and Jay did to say like fulfillment you did say like a gift you know things that you may not even known or it's just it's it just it's blatantly there sometimes and most of the time somebody is bringing it to your attention mm-hmm. when you don't see it i do think a lot of times you don't see it because we're caught up in you know what we're right. doing here in life and stuff like that so what we're meant to do uh pay attention to the signs you know listen to what people are telling you um take a look and just and pay attention you know take some time out like hey you're good at this hey you're good at this you know, like my next part or what I wrote before is, you know, what you're meant to do versus what you want to do. You know, a lot of us fall into what we want to do, um, which falls into my next question. And the next question I had was, uh, are we money driven or are we purpose driven? And we can answer this in two parts as far as one society, which I think is a little easier to get to, to answer versus personally. You know, um, I'll say just to open it up. I do think um, most of society does get caught up in in money driven. You know, it's 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 obvious if you yourself fall into it. It's not it's not. I can't say it's not not understandable because uh, we built a society that we have to be somewhat money driven to even strive and make a living for one. So you can't. There's like no escape from what we've what we've made to be somewhat money driven. You have to do it. You know what I mean? Otherwise, what you consider lazy, you're considered a bum. Blah blah blah. But um, there's somewhere along the line. You know, when you find out what you're meant to do and what your purpose is, you need to learn or start that uh, start that divide. I mentioned Jamaica earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm starting to see an end goal with certain things and um but I'm I'm also starting to figure out more so what my purpose is and I do think there's a point to when you want to start aligning yourself more with purpose over like money driven your decisions start to change how you work and move starts to change and it's a it's a weird separation point that I can say for sure it's like a point to where like I know this is better financially but this decision here is better for my soul for my time here for moving past and when you get to a point like that it's it's like okay there's decisions that need to be made and when you have like me like we're married you know, that decision is harder because it's not just for you but at the same time if it's purpose whether you believe in you know the most high universe or if you believe in a higher power and if you don't you still have something you're supposed to do here so whatever, whatever you line it up with if it's within purpose, it's like, do I make this decision for money for now and, and do this? Or do I need to make the decision for the betterment of my time here that's going to make an impact for what I did and it may help others? I agree. Um, one of the things that I was thinking about as you were talking, it's like, well, at, at which stage of life are you referring to? If I think about mm-hmm. where I'm at right now, I'm... I would love to make money, but the thing that's the most important to me is creating value. So I want my purpose to be valuable, not just to myself, but to other people that are involved. So that would require for me to do the work that certain people can't see, like all the stuff behind the scenes. It'll be great to get paid for it up front, but as I'm getting older, I'm starting to realize that I don't have to be paid immediately for it. Like everything that I'm doing, the hard work will eventually pay off the more valuable I am with the purpose that I have. So that's the thing for me is just creating value, like working to become better, not chasing the money because I feel like all successful people, well, not all, a lot of the successful people that I personally know have money, but they're not chasing money. They're chasing to chasing the, the greatest version of themselves, whatever that may look like. And if money comes along with it, that's great. Now, of course, you don't want to be broke, but <laughs> I think that should always be like your number one goal. It's not, hey, how can I get my job to give me a raise? Well, I think 
people usually get paid based on the value they present to whatever company. So if you can increase the value you bring to that company, you naturally make more money Mm -hmm. in most situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think the the question felt a little more difficult when I first heard it. Mm -hmm. But then after hearing both of you guys speak, I do think that honestly, I have been more purpose driven for a lot longer than maybe I thought I had been. Um, It's really easy because, again, in this society, we're kind of conditioned to be money driven in everything that we do, everything that you want to do or be a part of, even like your 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 uh, personal passion projects and everything. Everything costs a fair amount of money. So in some to some degree, you have to have your stuff together financially, you know, Um, but I don't think. I've ever been heavy on the money. As long as things were, as long as I could pay for things, I was fine. And I mean, that's how I did, like, even when you think about music, like, even even though that was a hobby for such a long time, I still treated that the same way we treat our jobs, which is I focus on my value more than what I get out of it, more than the income, so on and so forth. So like, while everybody else was trying to make the best, the next hit song and blah, 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 blah I was trying to work on my cadence and sharpen this up and try new punchlines and, and pulling out the sauruses to see if I could use another word instead of saying this one 10 different times. And so it shows. So yeah, mm-hmm. and, it, and it showed because now I automatically bring more value every time I hop on a joint and it's just because of those little things you know is the money reflecting no and would it be nice oh it'd be lovely (laughs) I'd be be real satisfied right now but I think I do feel better with um, just the fact that I have a body of work that at least I appreciate at the end of the day and I really think I apply that to everything like um, as I've been getting older I feel like my purpose is leaning more towards storytelling, mm-hmm. for example. And it's just something that I've really, really enjoyed for years um, before I ever even considered, like, hey, maybe you'll actually write something, blah, blah, blah. And it's not even just, like, you know, traditional, like, writing books and stuff like that. Even my, my rap back in the day, mm-hmm. my best songs was me telling random stories about certain parts of my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like sitting back and actually looking at that it's like what you were talking about before Lamar about you know the things that you naturally gravitate to the things that you're most comfortable with on top of something that bred the best results whenever I put Thanks. all of my energy into it to just because I wanted to make sure I was valuable on that song you know and mm-hmm. now it's just like to that point where I can look back at all that and yeah man storytelling really did something for me and that's why now mm-hmm. I'm more purposeful about actually trying to do something with mm-hmm. that I want to say one thing that I was thinking about as everybody was talking. So I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. So we all have things that we feel like we're amazing at and it falls within your purpose and creating value. Do you feel like your daily life, like does that add on to where your purpose is at? Like what you're doing on a day-to-day basis, is that assisting you in creating value with your purpose or is that something that you only get to occasionally invest into like a, a hobby? That's a good. That's a good one. Yeah, actually, that's a question I had on. <laughs> it was, you know, are you actively, you know, uh, chasing your purpose or pursuing your purpose? You are uh, now in tune. <laughs> <laughs> Those three deep breaths, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> My brothers. Um, I think when I think the first part I will say is when you when you go back again and you understand what an idea of what you're supposed to be doing then at that point in time, it, it helps align. So me, I, I'll just use myself as an example. This point now, yes. And um, I use little instances, like uh, like I said, say speaking for one. Mm. Um, I'm gonna, I have some plans to do other parts of speaking upcoming um, solely with you guys. The little things I work with it, maybe on the phone and stuff like that. Um, there's, I, I just talk and I'm, I'm learning as more as I speak. So I'll do things as far as taking other calls, taking some calls that may be a little uncomfortable. Speaking um, on situations are a little uncomfortable. Listening for the most part and stuff like that. So I do think uh, when you find out what what you're meant to do or you get an idea of it, then you start chasing it in your everyday life in a sense or you at least have some type of practice for that in your everyday life so it's there for sure um, I know like even with uh, 
outside like conversation or some people talking like there's there's a lot of times I'll, I'll talk to people and it gets like just personal out of nowhere <laughs> or you know like oh, I'll just like okay here we are it's going there here we are <laughs> and then you know I'll just say what I think say what I yeah. believe and a lot of feedback from what I got for that is uh Sometimes my older people, how old are you? <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll tell them, and I'm like, oh, you seem like you got a grasp on things. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, like, look, I'm I'm living this life just like you mm-hmm. are. Like, I'm I'm scratching the surface of what I understand. So actively, um, am I? I'm pursuing what I, what I as of right now, when I'm having an idea of what my purpose is, but it's taking these small practices to understand mm-hmm. even further. Is is this what I'm meant to do? Um, so in a sense, I'm kind of a, and maybe it's biased, maybe it's just, you know, I, I feel like, I feel it's good, it feels good, but, you know, that could be a dangerous area too. But I do feel, you know, I'm chasing or pursuing uh, what I'm supposed to be doing and doing small practices to help me get there in a sense, and it's all learning, so. Um, as for me, I think I can honestly say about the same. Um, every day I do something geared towards it and it's small things and I think that now that um, I've gotten to a point of understanding what my purpose is and what I want to do like I also recognize those small things as like good but I can do more like Mm -hmm. before the point of actually accepting that these were small things I casually did just because I liked it I enjoyed it I was good at it I had something I was trying to complete so on and so forth but now it's like okay those are great and they do bring progress but I can also set aside three or four hours on the weekend, which is what I've been starting to do now. Like, I get a couple of days off. One of my days is my rest day. The next day, I dedicate at least two, three hours just to doing that. So, <clears throat> overall, yes, but I'm starting to improve to the level that I feel like I can be at mm-hmm. to focus on that purpose. That's fair. You know, being completely transparent sometimes. I look at what my purpose is versus what I'm doing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And it can be a combination of a lot of different feelings. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it can be frustration because I know I'm not investing the appropriate amount of time that I would like because I understand that in order to make that investment, it requires a sacrifice in some aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And typically, if you're looking for places to sacrifice, it usually comes at home at the expense of people that aren't willing to, to donate or invest into what you're working towards, especially if it doesn't translate into something that's lucrative meaning that my time has to be valuable it has to it has to create some type of resource or some type of money outside of like excitement or enjoyment because most of us are working eight to ten hours a day you don't have a whole lot of time to spend with your family so if you're not if you're removed from your family dynamic you have to make it count so sometimes I get frustrated because I know that I could be doing other things, but I'm just not willing to be selfish enough to sacrifice it. And that's just an internal battle that I consistently go through. And it's, it's funny because I, as I sit and, and watch myself as I'm writing down goals and things like that, the only thing that's stopping me, because, you know, sometimes we use excuses because honestly saying that I'm going to have to sacrifice time from the family is an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's a valid explanation as to why, but <laughs> it's still an excuse nonetheless. So I personally still battle those demons of, well, hey, should I take this hour here or should I take that hour there? And then you recognize that you're really good at something like with your music. I listen to your song. You're better than 90%, 95% of the rappers that I hear that are successful. Mm-hmm. I'm just hearing it, but the world doesn't get to hear it. I get frustrated for you. I was like, he should be this. <laughs> Why is my friend not? Why don't y'all hear him? Mm-hmm. Like, X is well thought out, well spoken. Why don't more of you guys get advice from him? But it's like, <laughs> he'll lead you in the right direction. I'm a great fitness trainer. Why don't you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, there's so many whys. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be a, a combination of emotions as to why that why is what it is but my biggest thing is making sure that I slowly drift out of it and figure out a way to slowly start incorporating more of my time into my purpose versus doing stuff at work which is cool because I'm really good at my job at work would I ever describe that as my passion do I really get to use some of the things that make me pop 
occasionally, but it's not something to where I can always be the star of the show that I know I could mm-hmm. be if I was moving more towards where my purpose is at. Mm-hmm. I'm adapting and adjusting, which is kind of boring and <laughs> not the same. <laughs> I'm figuring out a way to adjust and to live to where everyone can be great mm-hmm. versus taking more time, getting paid less money, because as we were talking, sometimes to create value means you work for free. Mm-hmm. And 30 plus don't sound good working for free. Mm-hmm. So figuring out a way to where I can generate more energy to where I can work for free, still work for the things that are going to pay me and keep moving towards my purpose being frustration free. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I do think that's part of like the, the learning process to it. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, is uh, it's, it's incorporating everybody in there because, you know, sole purpose is, is really sole purpose. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it is just you. But, you know, we, we, we by design, you know, we're caring at the same time. Yep. We, we decided to grow families and, and things like that. It, it will be up to your family member to recognize that and they have to see that same spark that, you know, you're trying to put into the world to, mm-hmm. to you know, support the purpose. But, you know, it does take it, it's. I don't want it is a sacrifice I like I, I don't want to say like it is but you can't deny the fact that you know you, you might have to take a step back and, uh, and understand it made me think because um it asked Tony something similar to before I was like building this up I asked her a question like would you would you be an okay if you knew your purpose was was smaller than what you basically think it is but it has a bigger impact somewhere else so like what if you know you're here for a reason and like you want to affect the world you know what i'm saying like say like the floors are i wanted it to affect the world it didn't hit the way i wanted it to here goes you want for what you meant two other people hear this hear this podcast it sparks them right it sparks them they took maybe our idea molded it but brought the same positive energy to change and they go like worldwide and at the end of it they're just like yo the floor is ours like (laughs) You know, like imagine, like imagine, like imagine that though. It's like I think you get so like caught up on like what you want. That's why I wrote what you want versus mm-hmm. you're meant to do, or what your purpose is. Is it may lie beyond mm-hmm. here. It may be on you know my living time, my time right. on on this realm. It may be on that. So now, am I okay with that? Yes, me personally. Yeah, I'm okay. I do think there could be a struggle with like some people. Like, no, no, I want to do this though. I don't know if I've gotten to that level of uh, <laughs> of where you're at, because if but, yeah, and that's but that's fair. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you're gonna want what you want. There's nothing wrong with you know wanting what you want. You have a vision for something and, and chasing that. And like I said, you know, you never know. The thing it might be past, but if it's past our point, we're not gonna care. We're going. But, <laughs> <laughs> but while we're here, you know, you do want to feel like you've had some type of fulfillment. You do want to feel like you've met like your goals and stuff like that. You want to make an impact the way you want to. And I don't, and just keep striving for that. You know what? Let me, let me correct myself. Cause I was going to say my immediate response was to say, hell no, I would not enjoy that at all. <laughs> but that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> like no part of me is like, Hey, you know what? Yeah. You take my idea, you become big off of it. And then you shout me out. Man, I appreciate you for giving me the blueprint. Young me probably is not going to enjoy that. Now, old me, like me in my 50s or my 60s, I would like to believe that I would appreciate that though we didn't change the world, we sparked the mind of someone who did change it. Mm-hmm. So in my prime, no. I, no. Past my prime, for sure. I can, I can dig it. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine if I had actual milestones that I was trying to hit that I believed that we could be hitting and then somebody else came in and it short-circuited that, it might impact me, but I don't have that really. You know what I'm saying? Like, as I'm, I enjoy being a part of this and I do want it to grow, but I don't have like a set mindset of what that means, of what our peak should look like, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. But... My question is, if if they end it with the floor is ours, are we saying that that was them shouting us out or them completing the undercutting of I think it's a combination of both. Because that part might get me a little more than the success itself. Like, I don't, I, I think I'm along that same line of like, if the message itself is, is growing and improving, mm-hmm. like overall, I'm fine with that. I feel like that part would be for me personally would be what might trigger me to look at that a little bit differently though you know mm-hmm. so and I know and I, and I think that's more so like that's 
you know, maybe there's some ego in that too, but I think more so that's how I imagine I want myself to be, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I guess, you know, that's a hundred percent ego actually. Yeah. If yeah. I have, if I have a standard for myself and I'm holding that to you and I don't even know you. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a hundred percent ego, but that's where that, I, I think that's where that comes from. hundred percent. It's like, <laughs> like, who are you to take my idea, make it yeah. better and become popular. Off of it. <laughs> if I, cause if I did something similar to that, like at minimum, I would feel obligated to give them some sort of respect. You know, even if I'm going to do a whole blueprint as this mind, this mind, like I've got to shout out some if it's not just like how you've impacted me or like something has to be said about that person. But that's just me because I feel I would feel wrong about doing that. Everybody don't have that same mindset. Mm -hmm. My competitive nature, like as I'm getting older, I try to tone it down just a little bit or I Mm -hmm. keep it to myself until I get what I want. And I can really I feel like it's different to speak about how you feel when you're successful Mm -hmm. versus as you're trying to achieve a level of success. People (laughs) interpret it way differently. (laughs) Like if I say, oh, man, it's like, oh, he just hating blah, 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 blah. But if I'm rich, if I'm successful, oh, my God, he's just so driven. Mm -hmm. That mamba mentality. So I've figured that I have to tone it down just a little bit. But in my mind, like, when you were saying that, I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> you ain't taking our stuff and you ain't doing X, Y, and Z because you can't do it better than us. Mm-hmm. That's just how I look at everything. Now, that's all ego. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a portion of that is going to be what separates. You have to believe in something that nobody else can see sometimes. You got to have that faith. And my faith in the three of us is extremely strong so any scenario that presents somebody taking our idea and making it better than this I don't see it can it happen of course it can Mm -hmm. a part of why I think we're going to be successful is because I don't see it I mean and it's like at minimum when you think about it for somebody to steal this vibe at minimum they have to be genuine about it right you know it has to be part of their character off gate so that's why like for me I feel like overall if that actually happened I would be okay but there would be a bunch of triggers that could be hit if you do or say it. <laughs> It'd be one of those situations. <laughs> you better be 100% enlightened the whole time you do this. You ain't got to shout me out. <laughs> it's like, we're going to shout everybody out except for Lamar because he's going to be a hating Why this is going on. If I, if I see one of them clouds darken, <laughs> I'm immediately going to let it off. <laughs> Hey, yo, X. (laughs) (laughs) They stealing again. (laughs) Yeah, like, and uh, that's like that. That's the good part to it. So I will say this because I feel this. This a mix of both of what you're saying. What I feel too. Mm -hmm. One, no, you can't take this. You know what I'm saying? There, there is a specific, you know, essence vibe that's put in here that um. I don't. I don't. Well, I'm not sounding cocky. I'm just being real. I I know for a fact that there's. I carry a vibe. That a lot of people don't. You know what I'm saying? And, and I do that purposely, not for it to be. Like, I'm different than y'all. More so to be like, hey, look at like look. Let's feel like this. You know, let's start to feel like this. So if somebody were to come in, and and take, I won't say so. Take the idea. Let's. Say, you know, I might have took made the wrong words, but or build, expand on. You it. know, expand, build on the idea. For one, like you said, you can't just take it and, and be successful. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know, it's it's not something you can steal and make it work for you because the truth is going to come out sooner or later. You know, right. the, the ceiling will collapse if you know if you if you haven't built it right. So that that's just going to happen. But if you are genuine, you know, and this is the same. If you're off the same vibe that we are, and you and then you carry it and build off and expand on it. Then it's going to come to you. And the way I look at it is if uh, you reach you reach the end goal that I'm kind of striving for in, in a sense that, that affects everybody in a positive light, then I'm, I'm okay. I'm good. Like, yo, that's, you know, that's what I'm, I'm building help for. Because we're not the first, you know what no. I'm saying? We're far from it. There's many people now building off, trying to build off of better vibes, more positive vibes. We're mm-hmm. one of, like, many small on the map in the one moment. One of millions, probably. Yeah, honestly, in, in real life. Because there's a lot of people I like to go listen to. You know, I get inspired. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know, uh, but I don't, I don't go take their stuff. <laughs> that's, that's one thing, you know, like I, I, like I see y'all right here. My, the ideas are jotting down. But is this similar to some pastor's sermon is this similar to somebody that's being inspirational to motivational speakers yes you know what i'm saying this is very similar but uh what the difference is we're speaking about it the difference is my energy your energy your energy speaking about it the difference is it's a conversation and it's people that are that are putting the work 
Shout out to my brother, Abby. That's, I'm glad I said that. That reminded me. Um, my brother, AB, said, and I told it to Jay, I meant to tell you as well, but I can tell you, yeah, because we're we rocking. Easy. One thing that he loves about the podcast is, um, you know, it's, it's the people that are putting the work at the time of, of trying to get successful. It's not a point of, hey, we're successful. We did it. Here's what you can do mm-hmm. to be <laughs> successful, too. No, no, it's more. It's different. <laughs> no, it's like, hey, look, we're here, you know, and we're working towards better. Join us on the voyage. Like, let's all do it together. You know, and it does, it is different. I know mm-hmm. for me as, as a person, when somebody's going along with it with you, it's like it's more relatable. It's mm-hmm. though, I'm about to take away. Now, of course, I listen to some successful people too. Right. You know, because if they have something to give back or some type of game, you you damn right you can learn something. You better listen to at least that something. Free game, yeah. Gain, yeah, gain something. So listen to everybody for one. I guess that's, that's what you really have to do. Mm-hmm. Listen to successful, but listen to the people on the voyage with you and, and work with that journey. The uncomfortable thing that you sent, I told, um, I told Lamar when I wrote back like this, the small things I do during my day, as far as put myself in uncomfortable positions to to kind of grow in a sense. I think it's fire. That mm-hmm. it's very dope thing to do, and I'm glad that he's holding everybody like responsible and keeping everybody together. But when you're on that voyage together and on that journey together, there's a sense of once again togetherness. You're not mm-hmm. alone, and but you're also finding yourself making right. yourself stronger, and people are commending you and being there with you. So if if that's what the floor is ours is in a sense where we're building up and y'all can build up with us and you're feeling that we're building together you're not alone it's like mm-hmm. just do this together we can all be great you know what I'm saying but you, you can't just take it though. I know I'm not <laughs> this is this is not something you can take this is something you, you take in you <laughs> that's what it is take in if you don't have it and, and grow because I take in I go back and listen to our episodes too right before I like a drop I'm like hmm and I'm here recording it with y'all. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here recording with y'all. I'll go back and listen. Like, oh man, <laughs> I do that as we're recording. Sometimes, like, you know what? Certain questions, I would much rather listen to somebody else first, so I can have some time to think about. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. Because <laughs> it was funny. We were looking at each other. I was like, man, go ahead first and go time. first. <laughs> <laughs> I want to think on it first. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, I think. I seen that, and uh, like, it's being transparent. That's why I think I led a little bit more with like the second question. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I, for the most part, I did wait till I get it answered with y'all. But like, it was. It, it's dope. It's a dope conversation. It's a dope conversation. Uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, get this one wrapped up. You know, I know probably mostly I didn't want it to end, but it is because life is life, and you know you can go back and rewind and just keep reliving the vibe. Um, shout out to everybody that's listening. Um, Jay, please plug in. Let everybody know where to tap in. Hey, uh, just to let y'all know, the album previously on is now out. Um, it's on all streaming platforms. Uh, just look up Braille Rhymestone. Last name is R H Y M S T O N E. So you know, show your boy love. Check it out. Let me know how y'all feeling. Um, we're enjoying it. So hopefully mm-hmm. y'all are too. Mm-hmm. Please, please, people, go go join and follow him. Um, I'll post it again on on ours uh, when we post it. Um, but you hear some of the songs on here. Uh, I think really all the songs that I play like at the beginning are on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Tony's Talk Love have a specific Love Jones song that's. That just fits the vibe each time. So, tune in, brother Lamar. You got any? What's rare? I don't really have any shout. Oh, this is shout outs, or are we just doing oh, then the plugins. Oh, just uh, plugins. be on the lookout when I start back posting more consistent workout content. Mm-hmm. It comes and it goes, but it's going to be a point of emphasis to get back into that space. For real, plug in. The floor is ours. Can share it. Easy work. Share it. Share it. Share it. Um, just a shout out to uh, the wife, family, everybody that tunes in. As as always, we know we love y'all. Um, do y'all want to do some quick shout outs before we before we head out? Oh yeah, shout out to the family. Uh, the young Emmanuel will be here within a few weeks. Ooh. Excitement. The first boy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, getting ready. I think we got everything we need now, and we just waiting to get it on the go. Fire. Fire. Shout out to the family. Shout out to Mr. William. Just turned big 10 years old. Yes, Been sir. here for a decade. Well. Hey, shout out to Noah. Shout out to Gamble. Shout out to everybody. All the family, the friends. I appreciate y'all. You know, we love y'all, man. As always, the floor is ours. And we out. Easy.
My soul filled with ratchetness, but never passionless. Only ever feel love if I ask this nigga. I'm with the bitch that told you she was acting it. You think you better than me? You imagined it. A young god in the city where you have to live. So act blasphemous to get blasted, bitch. They coming after this, cause no one's after this. But for the rations, I tend to get ravenous. I'll keep it savory. Fucking these one who ain't paying me. Profit is the only way for me. She wanna stay with me. If she don't hustle the same as me, she can't afford to come lay with me. We in the major leagues, this shit is more than a game to me. I'm up the best, so don't play with me. What can you say to me? I'm in that all back Mercedes and look like I'm bringing back slavery. That's how I whip it, I'm back in the kitchen. I actually live it, you bastard, so live it. I know how to run it, get back on your fitness. They pitching the fit, cause they mad they don't fit it. My team is sitting in pole position. You just a tenant, we all in the building. I only fuck if the hoes efficient. She tell the press she don't know this nigga. Now you look depressed, I suppose you niggas just notice the level I'm on. This nigga can't straight from the mud way below you niggas. Now I'm on the way like a lotus nigga. Witness the way I control the rhythm. I lay a line in your hoe with sniffing. She told me she fell, so I know you tripping. But fuck you gon' do about it, hoe ass nigga. Uh, say something if you really about it. Uh, do something if you really about it. Uh, say something if you really about it. Uh, do something if you really about it. Uh, say something if you really about it. Your head is getting louder. You probably should've never come around this wall.